We spend our lives working hard and dreaming of the day we can finally retire. But planning for retirement requires much more than just dreaming. It means being strategic and focused on saving money, among other things. The average age of retirement for Americans is 66 years old, according to a Gallup poll, which is up from age 60 in the 1990s. With Americans living an average age of 78.7 years, that's a good 12 or more years of time to enjoy life after work at hopefully a slower pace. Now, according to the U.S. Census, of the 47.8 million Americans aged 65 and older, the average income is only $38,000, and the average net worth is $170,000. With numbers like that, saving for retirement can be very challenging. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. On today's podcast, Dave is going to talk through five different groups of retirees, and one in particular he's going to hit on. So Dave, go ahead and get started. Hello, friends. Thanks again for joining me on my podcast, Save Like Dave. And today we're going to give you a little bit about uh, retirement. For most of us, we spend years, and I mean years and years, planning and dreaming for the day we say goodbye to our jobs and start living as a retired person. Many have goals to travel, start a hobby, maybe play more golf, or spend more quality time with your kids and grandchildren as just a few ideas that start to percolate towards the surface as you get closer and closer to retirement. Unfortunately, there are many that are also very anxious about retiring as they are not sure they are ready both from a financial perspective and emotionally. Some are not sure if they have saved enough to live the life they dreamed of. Others are concerned they will be lonely or disappointed, missing their co-workers and the comfortable cadence that a good work environment brings. According to the Employee Benefit Research Institute, they did a study and broke the retirees into five groups, and here they are. The affluent retirees, comfortable retirees, Average retirees, struggling retirees, or just getting by retirees. And which of these five groups are you going to walk through today? Well, we are going to talk about the comfortable retirees because that is the area that I want to concentrate on because I think that is a really good fit for most people if they get focused right now on their retirement and start saving faithfully, and that will change their life to have a comfortable retirement, because honestly, I don't want to just be average in retirement or struggling or just getting by. You know, you see them every day. You see people working at a fast food restaurant or entry job at a store that's just, they're doing it because they need the money. And honestly, I think after working 30, 40, and 50 years, it's time to maybe enjoy a few years. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the stat that I read at the beginning where the average person after they retire, they only have 12 years of life left. Yeah. 
considering those are probably not the most exciting years of their life either as they have various health ailments or right. other things that come up. Yeah, a lot of things can happen. You know, when you get older, your body does break down. It's just the fact of life. And so it's really important that you stay healthy physically as best you can, but you want to hopefully have some time where you enjoy your retirement. Exactly. Yeah. So Dave's going to talk about how you can be financially fit. All right. So again, we talked about those five different things briefly. And right in the middle is what they call the average retirees. And the one right above that is the comfortable retirees. And so let me just start with this. That study that that uh, group did found that average retirees have an income roughly between forty dollars and $100,000 a year, which is pretty good. Comfortable retirees have much the same income. However, the main differences are quite striking. And here they are. The comfortable retirees, as opposed to the average retirees, have multiple sources of income. And what I mean by that is they're not relying on just their stocks or just their pension or just Social Security. The comfortable retirees have stocks and bonds. Most of them do. Some have pensions that also go along with their Social Security. So with those, what we call three legs, many can have really terrific retirement. So again, you know, have money in the stock market, the stocks and bonds. Some have pensions from their work. A lot of the uh, universities and big businesses and government work environments have pensions, but very few of these other you know, big companies have those anymore. So that's one thing. The other thing a comfortable retiree has in general is more accumulated assets. Now get this. The average retiree, again, that's that middle group, have about $100,000 saved in investments. So again, you know, they're making between forty dollars and $100,000 a year, which is good income, but they only have $100,000 socked away in investments. Whereas a comfortable retiree will have between $100,000 and $320,000 at retirement. Now, that's better, of course, but honestly, if you can get focused and pick up on some of the things you've learned from me in the past podcast and also studies that you have done on your own. If you start early, you'll have way more than that by the time you retire, and that'll just give you a lot more freedom to enjoy your retirement. The third thing that separates a comfortable retiree from an average retiree is easily manageable debt. By comparison of the average retiree, The average retirees carry a credit card with debt. About half of the average retirees have that. Comfortable retirees do not. And what you need to know from that is you do not want to have any kind of debt like that ever, but especially as a retiree. And what I mean by that is if you have a credit card and you get a bill at the end of the month, don't make the minimum payment. You have to figure out how to not spend more than you can pay off your credit card bill every month. And what this says is the average retiree, half of them just make the minimum payments. They never pay off their credit card. Yeah, that right there is a big no-no. If you can't pay off your full balance on the credit card, you might as well not even have one. That's right. Wouldn't you agree? Yep, absolutely right. And so you either have to be disciplined to not do it, you know, pay off every month or just don't have a credit card, pay everything cash. A debit card would work. All right. The fourth thing that a comfortable retiree has is guaranteed sources of income. And even though those pensions are heading to the desk pile for most, 
Comfortable retirees tend to have these in place. Now, there is a little catch there that, uh, like I said, a lot of government workers do get pensions, but even if you didn't have a pension from your work, you can set up what they call an annuity, and that'll give you guaranteed income for the rest of your life. And basically what it says is you give a company a a set amount of money, like $50,000, $100,000, and they guarantee you a certain percentage of that money for the rest of your life, whether you live another year or live another 30 years. So for some of you, that might be a good option to give you that stability that you were looking for. The fifth thing that comfortable retirees do, and I hope you're, as you're listening to this, you're thinking about this from the perspective of, is this what I want to do? Or am I okay just living on Social Security? Obviously, I hope you are thinking, I want to be a comfortable retiree and not just getting by. Yeah, I really like how some of these points that you've mentioned is multiple sources of income, multiple assets. So basically, diversifying what you have coming in. And just like as we've seen with the COVID pandemic, people have lost jobs. You don't even know how secure your job is, right? So if you don't have any money coming in, well, then you got a problem. So, you know, I think it's very interesting. They don't have dumb debt, like credit card debt, and then they have multiple assets and investments. Right. And when possible, something like a pension or something paying them each month or year. Right. And I know some of you are saying, well, yeah, well, Dave, that sounds great, but you know, I'll never be able to do that. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can do it. And if you've listened to some of my earlier podcasts, you know that I never, ever made much money in my actual career. But the little I did make, I pushed away into a savings account. And over time, I was able to accumulate a bit of money. And I, I, for me personally, I invested in real estate. And I was able to break free from that poverty mindset. And I was able to succeed financially. And I did retire at 55. And so that might be an avenue for you, but it also might not be. Maybe that's just not your thing. But I'll tell you, the biggest change to me that I've seen in a generation by far is side hustles. And every single one of you has a special gift or a special skill. And I would dare to guess that you can take that skill and use it via the internet whether it's a YouTube video or a podcast like I'm doing, there's something you can do, something that you're really good at, and you can make money from it. There's a girl in Riverside, California, that her side hustle, I was blown away. When she started this, she was a young girl, and she shows YouTube videos on what they call slime. She makes this product out of, I think it's Play-Doh and some other stuff. (laughs) She makes all kinds of stuff with it. And when I saw this video of her, I think she was on the Today Show, she was making $100,000 a month, this was years ago, teaching these little kids how to make things, you know, like as a craftsperson. So that's just a simple, silly little idea. So if you're really good at something, you may just be able to be successful on YouTube as one example. Exactly, yeah. And maybe you don't want to do videos or, or podcasts. Certainly, you can apply things from your job. Maybe you work in construction and you can do side projects of fixing cars or small construction projects on your own. Or you, know, you can go all sorts of ways with that one. Yeah. If you're a computer nerd, guess what? When you're done with your day job, I guarantee you there's people that could use your services and, and on and on and on. There's books you can read that'll give you creative ideas for what you could do if you're having struggles with that. But you can succeed with those side hustles. 
And a lot of times those side hustles will grow to be bigger than your actual daily income. So there you go. Hopefully that encourages you to think outside the box a little bit. All right. The next one is number five is reasonable spending activity. Now, when others are declaring, now is the time to live my life. You know, sometimes when people retire, they think, wow, I made it. I'm finally at a stage where I'm going to enjoy my life. Well, be careful, because if you don't have the resources to do that, you're going to be challenged. Comfortable retirees, on the other hand, still plan to grow their assets throughout their retirement and only spend a manageable portion of it. They tend to never spend down their principal and only pull funds from their dividends or excess growth from their assets. So what you mean by that is if they put in $100,000, they're getting back $10,000 a year. They use that $10,000 a year. Exactly. That's a really good example, Nate. So let's just say you retired and you, you know it maybe didn't turn out the best as far as your nest egg, but you do have $100,000 and you say, you know, I'm retired. I'm going to live big now. If you take that 100000 and buy a $25,000 car cash and take the trip of your lifetime and spend another $25,000, well, guess what? In one or two years, you could have half of that $100,000 nest egg. And what I'm telling you and what Nate just explained clearly is don't do that. Do your best to live off the interest earned or the growth of that product, You know, probably if it's in a mutual fund or something. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. All right, the last one that a, uh, a comfortable retiree does is they have a great attitude. And this is, uh, I'll tell you, this is really important. Comfortable retirees tend to be happy and grateful. This attitude can be applied to any financial level. However, comfortable retired folks tend to have an abundance of this. Yeah, that's all really, really good points. And again, just to repeat those six, I know we went into depth on each one multiple sources of income, more accumulated assets, easily manageable debt, guaranteed sources of income, like a pension or something of that nature, reasonable spending activity, not spending too much money, being smart about where you're spending. And lastly, a key one, I think maybe goes under the radar and that's a great attitude. Yep. Yeah. You know, I have traveled literally all over the world and I will tell you that uh, there's some people, as you can imagine, in certain countries that really struggle financially. But I've found also that even when they don't have much money, they are happy people. They're grateful people. And not to say that they wouldn't mind having a little bit more money to have an easier life. This is true. But they are happy and grateful for the life they do have. And I think that's a really important quality that we can all strive to have. Yep. Everything's expectations, right? You might feel like you're middle class or below middle class, but I can guarantee you if you're in the Western world, you're probably not middle class or below middle class compared to the world. That's right. All right. Today, I'm going to leave you with my usual three points. And the first one is your retirement can be exciting and fulfilling, but you must have a plan. The second one is choose today to be a good saver for the rest of your life. It will change your life. And lastly, over time, your faithful saving and investing will provide for the retirement you desire. Awesome. How are we going to encourage you, the listener, to take action? 
All right, you just heard my three points, but here's where you can get involved. Today's podcast had a lot of stats, right? My encouragement to you, though, is to keep learning about money and then begin to apply it to your life. And like I mentioned on a recent podcast, um, you know, maybe finances is really not your thing, you're not super interested. But if you can just apply a little discipline and do a little more study besides this podcast, you know, read some books, some that I've given you information on recently, you will start to become more knowledgeable and be more successful. The last thing is, if you want to retire comfortably, you need to begin by making a plan today. Do something concrete today to change your financial trajectory. Yeah, and maybe that is thinking about what's another source of income that you can create or how can you diversify your assets or what you have. And, and I'm not talking about buying a car because ultimately that goes down in value. You know, What can you do to diversify what you have and to increase the chance of having more things coming in at retirement? That's right. Like side hustles. Remember that. That sums up today's episode. On the next podcast, you're going to find out if putting your money in the lottery is a good financial decision. I'm sure you probably have an idea of what we think about that. But do you think you know the answer? Come and listen to what Dave has to say on this very interesting podcast. He just may open your eyes to another way to improve your odds to win with money. And lastly, we're going to end with a short scripture verse. Yeah, I'll tell you, this, this uh, scripture verse has kind of been my life verse. And it's one you have to think about a little bit. It's short, but it says a lot. It's called Proverbs 23.7. For as he thinks within himself, so he is. Let me repeat that. For as he thinks within himself, so he is.